Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast 119.0, your weekly source for news views and analysis and analysis of news. This is Adit Kapadia and the team is back today together with me. Our Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Burawalli. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. How's it going? Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, let's get started. What a week we have ahead of us. Um, tragedy, farce, uh, excitement. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, fake news, real news. Everything. It's been a very... War videos, fake war videos. Very eventful week. So l- let me just week. give you a snapshot of what has happened. And and the things I'm about to say, none of them include the President of United States. <laughs> That's how eventful this week was. Because Doc- Donald Trump is a weak unto himself. Yes. So um, the first he's of... He's strong unto himself. He's <laughs> not weak. <laughs> well, at least he's not holding sports. He's like a baby in Greece right now. He's oh. a joker unto himself. My goodness, that sword dance is still, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, coming, uh, there was the horrific Manchester attacks at Ariana Grande's concert uh, that happened um, uh, two days ago. Two days ago, two days ago, yes. 22nd May. Yeah. Oh, 22nd or 23rd? Was 23rd. It? 23rd, sorry. It was the time difference confused mm. me. Then that was the um, uh, the strike that the Indian Army did on the two posts in Pakistan. Uh, a, a, a retaliation of which was Pakistan circulating a, a video which was debunked that there was no posts attacked. Correct. Um, Major Gogoi uh, got a award from the army and uh, was the center of many debates and interestingly enough did a press conference. So we'll talk about Major Gogoi absolutely for what that means um, interestingly the Punjab chief minister Amrinder Singh uh, came out in support and another bit of tragic news this today as KPS Gill the man who saved Punjab for India passed and Assam away, and Assam for India passed away um, I, do yourself a favor and watch Walk the Talk with Shekhar Gupta and a piece that I tweeted out that Shekhar Gupta wrote in 1993 and his timeline. You could see that Shekhar lost a friend today. I mean, he was some of the messages that he was saying. I don't know how many people in this generation who listen to um, our podcast actually know about Punjab problem, first of all. And then they know about KPS Gill and how and we'll talk the about that tough in one of the segments. he rescued. Yeah. But... but um, um, one of the finest cops of his time and not just because he uh, rescued Punjab but also he knew how to stand with his troops that is what makes KPS Gill a phenomenon himself also stand with the government and stand up to the government yes. when needed and yes. that I think was the major thing any government any government any government, yes, any yes, government. Absolutely. Political yeah. completely apolitical so and was called, called by uh, Prime Minister Nandar Modi when he was a CM in 2002 uh, for uh, when the Gujarat riots right were going right. on as well yeah so and then listen to what he has to say about that time yes uh, about what he says so a lot of people who swear by KPS Gill forget to mention what he said after the 2002 riots but yeah. anyways I digress so we'll, we'll talk about that and um, uh, apart from that um, just uh, the news of the week so we'll get started um, with the Manchester attacks a horrific tragedy happened in Manchester with 
which killed 22 people and including children, children. because it's literal uh, children and uh, teenagers who uh, go to this um, I have cousins concert. who listen to Ariana Grande and I know their age group, Can I, so can I tell you that um, Pramod Kumar Burawali was in Ariana Grande concert not too long ago Goodness gracious, <laughs> was he? A month ago exactly. A month ago Wow In Houston and uh, uh, you know <laughs> I had to uh, sit through the whole uh, Achha, I thought you were on stage Oh no No, <laughs> no But it's scary been. The reason I brought this up is And I typically don't say it this It probably things. might be of the same tour Yes it was, That's why tour. I was saying It's a world tour It was part of the same yeah. tour And when he told me I was just I had goose pimples Because this could happen anywhere Yeah no, and, and, and then again, now we've gotten the, into the same, you know, tutu meme or, oh, one side is Islamophobic, the second side uh, doesn't know yeah. what the real problem is. But the, the, the same thing, left versus right over this. Whereas there should not be a fight. We're just playing too much politics with, with terrorism. And I just, I am of the opinion that nothing at this point is going to save Europe. And this is my, um, I mean, I really don't know of anything else. I don't believe that Europe will be saved but, at this but point. But if Europe pays up its dues to America, America might come and save Europe. <laughs> that is what Donald Trump talked about at Brussels, at the NATO headquarters, much to the uh, delight and dissonation of uh, the uh, you know, people who are both like But and even hate. America cannot do, because once you have achieved a certain demography, that is it for you and it is true and i mean when people say when people call london it's london about liberal values have mm. you heard obama speak about liberal values and uh, uh, the same thing in Angela your in, yeah it would be multicultural multiculturalism not just that i think it's 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 a little different than that right i mean uh, you should you see, there was this anchor or the Indian BBC that I heard yes. that something, she said that uh, Europe must get used to attacks. Yeah. I mean, what in the bloody hell? She said this is going to happen. Europe must get used to the attacks. That's what happens when people lose any kind of uh, moral standing. And no, I think they, it's then this is loss this is of perspective. Yeah. Because you are so um, worried about the political positioning and uh, societal positioning that you want to take that you are not addressing the elephant in the room. Mm. And that is what we, uh, Harita Pusarla, Mindmaker's columnist, wrote in her piece, yeah. that the West is completely clueless about how to deal with Islamist terror. Yeah. And that no, no, nothing uh, simplified the dichotomy more than the US president going to Saudi Arabia and not even mentioning it. No, he mentioned it. He changed it from Islamic to Islamist terror. Islamist terror. So there but was no, a little, but I, little bit of misting. No, no, of but then I, want to, I wanted him to talk like, or many people wanted him to talk just like how he talked but, in his rally but, here. But then, uh, Trump's foreign policy, if you bigly uh, a bigly believer into foreign <laughs> policy, you have to understand uh, that you have to give with two hands you know, you give $450 billion worth of arms mm. at a premium. And yeah. then you I, I thought have Pramod Saudi was Arabia fight the fight for America. I thought Pramod was going to make that joke about smaller hands, Marco Rubio and all that. No, stuff. actually, <laughs> you know, everybody was, uh, I think, trying to fist bump and do the chest bumping sort of a thing in Europe. So this is a, you know, I, I know that I, I sound as the perennial clash of civilization. But it is, that is what it is. Anchorer, and know, just before this podcast, uh, <coughs> we were talking about crusades all over again. So eventually this is going to be right, that. Right. What India will do 
is clear. India should just stay away, protect its borders and just yeah. protect its people. No, I, 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 but this is going to be a clash of civilization in the West. But be ready to cash on to the collateral damage that will happen. Yeah. See, what India has not done in the past is have a group of strategic thinkers analyze global conflict and latch on to what remains after the global yeah. conflict. You have, you can be non-aligned, nonchalant to a certain extent. Which is why I've never supported that non-aligned. So who do you think will stand up to Islamist terror in next 10 years? I Which think country? at this point in time, it is uh, going to be a consolidation of, between the United States and Russia. Uh, again, like I keep saying that and Israel, one, uh, and Israel. And Israel uh, as a small little player in there, but uh, it is I the think muscle. It's, I think Eventually, the last frontier is India, Israel, and truly Russia in that sense. And, and can, I, can, I, can I bring a very different point? I think it's also going to be Britain. You, It may shock to a lot of people, but Britain being an island and kind of not, not having that poor, as porous of a border with the other EU countries, mm. it will. And... But it depends on who is leading Britain. Yeah. Britain, led by Jeremy Corbyn, might not adopt the same terror as uh, not terror. I meant I mean, same, same attitude towards or same terror. tenor. Terror. No, yeah. I meant atti- same attitude yeah. towards terror uh, or in fighting terror yeah. as a Britain led by uh, Theresa May would. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's that's uh, my Britain, Britain is a puny player. So is yeah. France. So is Germany. No, it but ultimately, I'm, will boil down to Russia and uh, United States. But I'm saying that Britain probably has a better chance of working with United States than France or Germany. But that's just. Yeah. I mean, we have to see how Mr. Macron or, uh, is is going to uh, progress. So, anyways, that's uh, that's it for the discussion on that. We have we have to move on. There is. I have a bone to pick with both of you. So, I have a podcast. Not even one mention of it. Who was going to talk about it? What IPL? What, what final? IPL? My God. <laughs> Modi <laughs> wasn't there in IPL. So we chose to not. Which Modi? Lalit Modi or Narendra Modi? <laughs> Lalit Modi is always there. <laughs> exactly. You have to be clear. Now to BCCI is intellectual. I know. But BCCI could also turn communal. Huh? Now that Ram Guha's intellectual inputs will be there on how to, you know, look at these things and how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody was given unfairly uh, out because of his Hindutva ties, <laughs> uh, you know, all of that will happen now. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> this was one of the, um, one of the closest finals in IPL history, Mumbai versus Pune, where Mumbai won uh, by one run. It was a, it was a great game. So, and then it was going on for a few hours so, I cricket fans are very By the way, cricket fans, I had one announcement in public. Cricket yes. fans, you only have uh, on Mind Podcast, your only savior is Adit Kapadia. Yes, no, and the Sachin, no, the Sachin, the Sachin movie is out this week. Okay. Do you, I, I'm, this, I'm giving my recommendation early, I'm going to give it later as well, but do yourself a favor and watch it. You know, one good thing I have to give to Sachin, unlike, unlike the Dhoni movie or the Azhar movie, this won't be a geographic sketch where there is a hero in six-pack romancing a hero in, in Switzerland. <laughs> This is actually a docudrama with Sachin narrating it and giving it a personal and credit to Sachin because I don't think there would be anyone in India who would be made who would make an objective movie on Sachin Tendulkar 
when he's around. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. So, uh, and the same holds true about Lata Mangeshkar, uh, Amitabh Bachchan and others. Although there was a saz that was yeah. made. But, but no. I don't see a similar thing happening yeah. to Sachin Tendulkar. But that's just, um, that's just my perspective. So, we got to talk about uh, the Indo-Pakistan strike by strike wala. And we have to talk about um, uh, Sonanda's favorite author, Ms. Arundhati Roy. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, uh, and promote when I say the god of small things I don't mean you so that is the god of small socialist things no. <laughs> I have I have called him uh, the man who small big um, you know small big uh, the first 90 days when I wrote him I, I called him small man of small big things small. Small. but did you say read that eulogy written by Shiv Vishwanathan on scroll we got a rebuttal uh, there is a rebuttal yeah, we are carrying yeah, it tonight yeah. actually yes. so yeah. uh, by the time the podcast is up the rebuttal should be up to yeah. so, great uh, so we will we'll, we'll, we'll see before we get to our uh, next topic um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So let's talk about Pakistan. What about Pakistan? Uh, the they let that girl go from the clutches of the evil man. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. is something fishy about no, it. No, there's much kind people. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I hope she's been debriefed and everything. I am not... That that story does not... That's okay. It's, it's very simple. She's 20 years old. Uh-huh. She has left her daughter here. She went to Malaysia. She fell in love with somebody. Then she went to Pakistan with him. She got married to him. Can, can I make uh, a very a, snarky comment? Uh, she only met the external affairs minister. It's not like she met somebody who formulates the foreign policy. Well, I'll let so, that pass. So, <laughs> my, no, my, my thing is that it just doesn't seem right. And all this happened in a few months. She was only gone for a few months. Love is blind and airborne. <laughs> <laughs> you sound you you sound like you are describing a pathogen. And apparently, <laughs> airborne. Is, uh, her daughter is sick. Yeah, so she has a. Chhod ke she went Malaysia. Then she went. Credit to Sushma ji. My all my all my snacks aside. Sushma ji is amazing. No, but I I don't understand this girl. I mean, why would she do? But what she did? But as you say, you love must be blind, and I don't know. It takes you from Malaysia to. It was a good PR exercise. But it was a good PR exercise. I love the way she bashed Pakistan, and that's what I, I tweeted also. I said, just play this, and she said mm-hmm. something Pakistan maut ka kuai. I said, just play uh-huh. this everywhere but, but because then, this will do more than what two hundred op-eds. But will then do. Shushma ji came back and said that maut ka kuai hai, lekin usme bhi achhe log hai. <laughs> I thank the foreign service of Pakistan. Which is true, they did. They did yeah, help her. So. So they did help her. They did, they did, they did help no, her. No, but that was one face or one side of Pakistan. The second yeah. side of Pakistan we're talking about is... There's only one side of Pakistan. Mm, of course, of course. Yeah. I, I wish Uzma or Arundhati ji ki debate hoti. See, no. my, 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 my solutions are less radical than some of the Arundhati people. Arundhati today Twitter. lives in the dreams of Anupam care. <laughs> she doesn't have any other role to play in any any other... Uh, but why Anupam care? You mean Paresh Raval? Uh, sorry. Yeah, Paresh Raval. Paresh Raval. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that tells you Amit Prabhu does not know much about uh, Hindi movies. No, I, this was nothing against. I'm huge fans of both Mr. Kher and Mr. Rawal. He, he his his point was about the tweets. Yeah. So if I if I'm not mistaken. So and and, and I was listening to uh, another person talk, and I was talking to someone, and they they said a very interesting thing. Ki uh, Arundhati Roy ka ye bhi hai ki first of all. I think Parishal went a little to the extreme. He did that suggestion. An elected MP shouldn't be. But then, but then today uh, he shouldn't be. But then today he, in his true Parish Rawal thing, he turned the whole thing. Somebody questioned him, and he said, "Arey, agar aap um, Arundhati ji ko uh, jeet pe bandenge, aapko kya lagta hai? Koi inko pathar marega? Unko to koi bhi nahi pathar marega." Wow. <laughs> so that was typical no, Parish Rawalism. But, 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 but again, yeah. I, I, I. I Uh, as much as i disagree with that i also admire and i hate, i mean i hate is a strong word but i have never agreed with arundhati roy ever on anything but so, but i no, no, i, I, I just wanted to say no, i just wanted to say no. that i do not agree with parish rawal what he said at that point i was just saying what he i don't want of people course, to misconstrue no, that i agree with but him. my point was he should have still allowed to have whatever his opinion to express it if if you're following true freedom of expression then there should be that for parish rawal to ye jo i should he should not have had to issue that clarification yeah because there are people on the other side who've been saying gautam gambhir should be put on the shaila rashid and i i just didn't i i i, I don't name her do i know do i think she's a breath of fresh air yeah, I, don't, i don't know what he was smelling i don't but I don't. He did. He does say that. Yeah, but I don't name her um, and defile our mind podcast. But um, she did say that um, Yogi Adityanath, who is the elected chief minister of the state of Uttar Pradesh, he should be bound to the thing. So, uh, but having said that, Shaila Rashid is just a jihadi element in communist garb. So I don't worry about that. But Parish Rawal is an elected member parliament. I expect better from him. absolutely so, so but the thing is arundhati roy ka ye bhi hai na ki first of all this is also like people website should not be carrying news about arun i mean without verifying yeah right but but at the same time parish rawal also should understand that uh, twitter has had its own run ins with both sides of the debate actually if you look at it very objectively twitter is a company people have to it's understand. a platform it's yeah a company. it's a company just like mind is a company we are a company yeah. we are not a non profit some math ya yeah. you know, joshi <laughs> matter right same goes with uh, twitter same goes with facebook same goes with every single news channel same goes with bjp yeah. bjp also operates on money everything operates on money this whole dharm ke liye kar rahe hain this whole facade needs to basically as people are growing mature and as they are yeah. getting used to the internet they are beginning to understand the different rules and regulations by which twitter operates if you look at twitter uh, twitter might flag certain things it is twitter's prerogative if you're not if you don't want to be on twitter and want to be popular on twitter for whatever reason mm, you can yeah. leave twitter like what sonu nigam did correct yeah. he got he, he got disgusted and left when abhijit came back uh, yeah so no, i'm not so, sure if he came back somebody was saying that it's a, it's a fake, fake profile stand so, corrected so so, mm. so this whole thing about credibility versus non credibility this is all it boils to yeah. yeah what is a credible platform that allows maximum number of genuine in voices yeah. which want to be heard in a dignified way this yeah, is all yeah. the parameter that is set now internet has been a game changer for in many ways it it gave voice to people like us who normally would not have had the chance to go and talk about our opinions whether we we are experts or not oh. 
same that is exactly what we have done sunanda ji as far as mind makers is concerned yeah. if there is an opinion that needs to be heard however controversial it is but within the framework of dignity and in in the framework of general attributes given to common civil behavior that is okay. what we allow right yes but there are organizations that don't allow that who is policing that that organization yeah. will tomorrow if narendra modi's twitter account gets suspended <laughs> right narendra modi also has the habit of saying things that may or may not be palatable at a later date today he might say all nice things because somebody else is uh, you know like what uh, donald trump is going through apparently a team of lawyers will look at what uh, donald trump the president of the united states voters yeah. is going to tweet from uh, next week onwards so whatever tweet will be a bland insipid tweet yeah why did twitter and facebook really achieve the popularity because you wanted to say it the way you said it in the boardroom Absolutely. discussion ghar pe jo baatein hoti thi wo baatein aajkal bahar informally bahar aa rahi hain and have led to many twitter stars many superstars right now this whole game changer that bjp used for its advantage is now becoming its yeah. disadvantage bjp rode on the popularity of the so called internet hindu all activists became social media activists and whatever good or bad reason they are all now doing their own uh, uh, little thing yeah. now if it turns back its head on uh, this thing which is what i have been warning this there is a very big project underway to utilize the same social media tools that gave credibility to the voices of the right wing in india will turn its uh, on on the on the same set of people or mm. uh, everybody tomorrow will face one sort of uh, thing or the other so what are the alternatives do you then go to uh, facebook do you try to revive what is that orkut mm. or that went defunct <laughs> or myspace so this whole thing is all about propaganda mm. which is what i have always tried to say from the beginning is please be very careful of what you believe and not believe mm. if the, there is an opinion that is based on certain facts that are historically established but you are being told otherwise like for example growing up i have never been a leftist ever in my life mm. because my real version of history came from my grandfather who was a harikatha bhagavata mm. he was going from village to village right mm. so there are certain genuine and on the ground ways you can utilize to fact check okay do not be carried away with everything even paresh rawal knows what he is doing he is sitting there as an mp of uh, ahmedabad doing nothing right now he wants to all of a sudden j- jump on the bandwagon he is not supposed to say all of this thing Hmm. but he jumped in he knows the the value of twitter as a marketing tool so you're saying that nothing gets done nothing, nothing gets yes, said no, just yeah, this is the innocence of right wing in india yeah, that yeah. they think that paresh rawal is being persecuted by twitter you think paresh rawal is an idiot he doesn't <laughs> know what he's tweeting i actually think you have a point yeah he knows what he is doing he's like a point controversy i think you're doing a point. nothing over there he will eventually the gujarat elections are uh, coming up <laughs> so he yeah. wants to re- be reelected as an mp mla yes sir and i'm not blaming him no for no that. no you're not blaming you're just saying how the game is played how the game is played let's let's put another thing in perspective i think pramod has a no, no let's put another thing in perspective whom did parish rawal replaces the mp of ahmedabad harin patak mm. an eight seven or eight time mp sitting mp very popular in the constituency not on two good terms yeah, earlier yeah. with the prime yeah. minister from so, the advocate camp so a two bit so, arundhati roy controversy is going to do no, nothing to his popularity Sunanda, you, it all comes back to what i was saying earlier 
देखो इन गुजरात बीजेपी इज फेसिंग सम सॉर्ट ऑफ अ क्राइसिस आनंदी बेन वॉज सीन इन विद नरेंद्र मोदी इन रैली आई थिंक हरिन पाठक मे बी मेकिंग अ कम बैक और हिज नॉमिनीज माइट बी फोर्स्ड अमित शाह टू मेक अ स्टेटमेंट इन आंध्र प्रदेश और चीफ मिनिस्टर कैंडिडेट इन कर्नाटका विजय रूपानी इज गोइंग टू बी द कैंडिडेट इन गुजरात बट दे डोंट हैव अ कैंडिडेट इन व्हाट इज दैट कमिंग अप हिमाचल हिमाचल ही सेड दैट व्हाई डू यू मेक दैट स्टेटमेंट मेबी प्रोफेसर गुमल माइट नॉट बी द कैंडिडेट लुक आई हैव इंटरेस्टिंग आई हैव कोटेड विद ऑल ऑफ दीस पॉलिटिकल पीपल आई नो हाउ दे ऑपरेट दे विल लैच ऑन टू एनीथिंग दैट इज पॉपुलर एंड यूज दैट एज अ मार्केटिंग टूल दिस इज हाउ दैट डजंट दैट डजंट टेक अवे फ्रॉम द पॉइंट दैट परेश रावल डिड हैव Or he was within his rights to say what he did. It, people may disagree with it. Yeah, which I do. I yeah. There is an art of propaganda that uh-huh. you know over a period of time, everybody uh-huh. who's uh-huh. a listener, common listener. I know what Pramod is saying that he it, this is not off the cuff remark. Of he course, he said it uh, this thing, and we are open to. I I would disagree with him. Sunanda, but Sunanda, he, nothing on Twitter these days said by anyone popular <laughs> is on off the cuff. Yeah, they say it. Those days well are knowing, gone. Ah, they say it very well knowing. Yeah, so you. Do you think what Sonu Nigam ka wo 24 feet ka off the cuff tha ek? No. If there if there was monetization of your comments on Twitter, mm. like videos on YouTube are monetized. Yeah. You do a bakwas video. Mm. If it gets three million uh, hits, you get money from YouTube, which mm. is a uh, owned by Google, right? Mm. If there was monetization of negative comments on Twitter. it has not happened uh, mm. so far mm. apparently they are trying to increase the character they are going through a new phase of investment rounds then people will start making all sorts of comments just to get paid i who agree knows? No, no. who knows i hope we don't get to that who knows? even in that case demonetization may be politically successful yeah, yeah. that yeah. is what coming back to shiv vishwanathan's whole mm. article on scroll sunanda ji no yes. matter how bad you look at it shiv vishwanathan has a point that there is smartness in play when it this is the first time i am seeing a very neutral objective results driven clinical precision bjp in place yeah. never happened before this is just pretty much like what the congress of the past used to be a well oiled electoral machine mean machine that is what shiv was also saying that he underestimated the intelligence on the side of bjp yeah. with modi and uh, amit shah there is cynical calculation all the right wing idiots who have emotions at play <laughs> they will always think that there is some ideological uh, for gold cup at the end mm. of this thing no it is cynical calculation in these calculation if some things happen like goraksha happens like you know i'm going back and sounding like uh, arun shori here <laughs> but but there is a method to this mm. and i'm i'm still i am very very much convinced that modi is the lesser of the evil that we have seen for 65 70 years mm. Mm. but modi is no better when it comes to these cold political calculations at three he has shown that right wing can play the left wing game and beat them at it so let's talk about um, so the army um, bombed two posts of pakistan and uh, i i was i was intrigued by um, uh, what general bikram singh had to say uh, on uh, who was the cos under thanked, the upa he thanked the government yeah. for allowing the no not government. just that he, this he said that this is the first government that has stood by the army yeah and uh, and he hasn't said this he said this now he said this even when uh, during the surgical, the surgical strikes. strikes as well ki ek ek baat ye hai ki aap ye karo but yeah. to own up to it to stand by it yeah. requires immense political will and uh, you know aise sab cheeze hoti hai na then i want to hear some 
strategic experts and i don't want a political tutu mai mai so then you had this rubbish spectacle of congress saying bhai hum to hai army ke sath but what is this going on and stuff like that and uh, you know i, mean, I, I don't uh, congress is a defunct party i remember even during the didn't kapil sibal say we should respect the huriya the he said we should respect their point of view and manishankar ayer went ye triple talaq ka lawyer bante hue matlab wo kuch and then manishankar ayer was going around with shabir shabir shah he was addressing him as shabir sahib i said he has uh, he, he called it hafiz sahib hafiz sahib to shabir to i mean more tired faces with the same yeah. old formula they think that they can revive the song i saw the video and i was like i said you know please stop outraging about this because manishankar ayer is as irrelevant to kashmir problem as huriyat is today no, i think manishankar is irrelevant to Anything. tamil nadu as well manishankar and delhi is, yeah he is irrelevant anywhere he just goes there and speaks rubbish it means nothing every time kuch bhi hota hai na dialogue should be in un- in uninterruptible uninterruptible i i i try and no there is another word he says to uninterrupted and uninterruptible yeah. i think that's what he said something rubbish. rubbish the day this country starts listening to manishankar ayer we are doomed yeah i, I think <laughs> uh, the larger context of those strikes that are happening yeah. and why india chose to become public with it or go public with it there have been not during upa 1 or 2 but in congress uh, time also this used to be a regular you know if you remember in the 90s the bombings that were happening across the loc oh, and siachen yes. you are using the artillery firing uh, over each other and uh, many troops uh, were lost on both sides now this is the first time india has taken it to the uh, next, next level, level which is to make it public and show to the uh, indian public that look, exactly. we are not standing by we are not we are new spectators we are giving back uh, if they uh, you know martyr uh, three of our soldiers then we are ending up uh, extracting 30 uh, casualties on the other side and this is what disproportionate or whatever you call yeah. it now the world also uh, fortunately for india that's what i was talking about earlier if there is a group of strategic thinkers i'd like to know who these people are at, at least privately if not um, revealed to the public if there is some strategy that is happening at this point in time as to how to latch on to this public opinion against global islamic uh, jihadi terror as far And as kashmir is uh, concerned i don't see a strategic opinion as yet uh, i think it is in the process of getting there it's a wait and watch game with kashmir i don't see any it was as i had said that there is going to be no um uh, president's rule i knew there was not going to be any president's rule and i had actually suggested that there shouldn't be any president's rule they will just ride this wave of violence which they did they rode this wave of violence there will be another violence coming up there is another spate of violence coming up no question about that kashmir is that's the nature of the beast but what they are doing right now is that they are just there is no wider picture that they have in mind for kashmir they are just going piece by piece they do want to eliminate all terrorists there's no question about it they are not actually huriyat and everybody they are also frustrated because they are not giving them um, what congress used to give them you know small sops those are not happening so they are not there is no appeasement going on for sure there is no buying of peace congress But- used to buy peace so there, there is no buying of peace going on but is there a broader picture if i don't see it as yet i said this in the last podcast no so let me ask you I this i don't see this sunanda who sets this broader picture 
Are you going to have the army drive the policy? Are you no, going to PMO. have strategy? PMO? No, PMO. but what does PMO stand for? Does does PMO is PMO for engagement like what these interlocutors guys were doing? Or is PMO for hard uh, b- 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 I think hard, PMO is a hard line? Uh, PMO is for adopting a hard line at the moment. No, I think that has happened after the crisis in the last year. Mm. I think he did adopt a hard line in terms of you said that they never bought out peace, mm. but even they acknowledged that they might have given a little bit too much leeway to the CM's office in Srinagar. Which I have already said in my um, columns. What happened, if you remember the last column, I said the state BJP and that's where I was blaming Ram Madhav. He did not understand that the vacuum that had been created in Kashmir after Mufti Sayyid was sick and then he passed away and then um, uh, his daughter, Mehbooba, she made all these shenanigans and didn't come to power. All the vacuum that was created, it was the job of Ram Madhav to relate that to uh, New Delhi. He no, didn't. You, you are giving him too much credit of the strategy part. He is a tactical man at ah, this point. Not in a time strategy to, point. Huh, somebody else who is doing the strategy. There is no way Kashmir strategy is going to give, be given to Ram Madhav no, or no, anybody, anybody else. No, anybody else. I, I, I agree with Pramod. Ram Madhav was responsible for the political tactical side. Right? Yeah. The, the, the implementation. The implementation. But on national security, I don't think so. The architecture of it is being driven by somebody else. That is what I mean. It has to be driven by the NSA. If yeah. it was not, then I would be. It is. It is. It I is. would be perturbed. It is. it is being driven by. Well, it's gone awfully silent. And, and I have a question, Pramod. Why I, I don't know, Mr. I, I, I don't know what job Mr. Bora is doing, but why persist with Mr. Aaron Bora? He's 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 getting older. He's like I think they are looking for the. I think there were rumors that Atta Hasnain might be considered for the post, but they are looking for. But my honest opinion is that there is no solution to India-Pakistan problem any time soon. Last time you said whether it is Kashmir or whether it is any other this thing, Indians have to decide what is the next step they want to take with Pakistan. Do they want to go on a low-scale war, a major war? Do they want to have a war, then win the war, then leverage that for a peaceful or so-called coerced exchange of population? Where are we headed in the next 25 years or by 2047 when India will turn 100? What is the kind of demography that it wants to witness? Because by 2047, we will be a minimum of 1.5 billion people. So we would be almost one yeah. fifth of the world's population. Did you see that uh, report that China's population is slowing we down? And we might have already overtaken. been there. We might have, we might have overtaken, overtaken China. For all I know, we are already yeah. the world's largest population. Yeah. So what is the architecture under which the Indian so-called democratic state yeah. wants to live in is for people like Narendra Modi to sit and start articulating you, you, that architecture. You, no, no, and this it, development wala yeah. architecture is okay for now because everybody is hunkered down yeah. into day-to-day issues. But the larger uh, mandate that oh, was, oh. is given to uh, Modi as a civilizational so-called uh, leader has to be really pondered if 2019 comes through he comes through and starts uh, doing these uh, in-depth uh, sort of uh, because i'll tell you this issue of rohingyas settled in yeah. kashmir yes in jammu right? side of kashmir yes um, not more than 100 families or how many people are, how many have but they no they are actually saying that it could be close to 1000 now 1000 1000 yeah. rohingyas 1000 yeah. rohingyas are nobody you know, no right? an overall scheme no uh, uh, no mm. overall scheme so this settlement and resettlement uh, uh, there is a good template to follow from israel also yeah. if you really want you can resettle ex servicemen uh, put about 10 lakh people from Bihar and UP and they'll take care of the uh, stone filters, right? This is where I want to see some dynamic 
out of the box things that even people like us are suggesting which we are yeah. not seeing from narendra modi in the first term everybody keeps saying that first term is for consolidation second for term is for actual uh, this thing yeah. so let us because i don't see anybody else in the political picture who has at least half of narendra yeah, modi's capabilities anywhere in the horizon right now yeah. that is Actually, why i side with narendra modi no matter what because this is a crucial time for india as a civilization and a culture this is when the world is about to break into world war number 3 or maybe it has already broken into we are just see, seeing skirmishes happening yeah. here and there this when india needs that kind of real logical leadership i am very happy that a sensible man is at the end i agree interesting points agree. interesting points uh you have your recommendations ready sunanda for this yes week? i have my recommendations ready i was actually listening to a little bit of i don't know how many um people know this but um in uh, film mughlazam the there is this one background in where tansen is sing, oh. um, uh, singing and mm. that piece was little piece was sung by bade gulam khansa i was listening to it today and i was just so amazed how well it had been sung so i would recommend there are people, two songs actually sung by bade gulam khansa so i would recommend people to listen to that and that was the time i have been told that lata ji and rafi they were the top of their game and they were charging a paltry sum of 1000 or something 1000 rupees or something rupees. 500 rupees or 1000 rupees for the day and that is when usad bade gulam ali khan saab uh, told noshad that he will charge 25000 rupees for this not because he wanted money but because he wanted him to go away but um kyasif persisted and he sang and that is probably the only time he has sung for hindi films ha, so i would recommend it, that it was two songs prem jogan banke yeah. and shubhdin ayo aaj uh, but yeah 25000 rupees each and uh, another yeah, interesting anecdote this i read somewhere that uh, ustad bade gulam ali khan saab was talking to someone and uh, radio chal raha tha aur radio mein ek lata ka gana baja yeah. and ustad ji turned around and said kambakh kabhi besuri nahi hota. I know. <laughs> so I want uh, to recommend a book that I've just begun reading uh, about. Uh, it's called The Dark Road by Mayuresh uh, Didolkar, uh-huh. who has um, you know he's he's writing so many different uh, uh, fiction-based uh, stories and uh, and what we have to uh, also look at is from a larger viewpoint of an ecosystem that is slowly getting built. The right wing, you know, what Shiv Vishwanath and I go back to Shiv's. admittance that right wing is also capable of intelligence <laughs> that this is one such example of our people taking to fiction writing also which used to be a, a very big part of our mayuresh is um, a mind columnist a celebrated mind columnist actually one of his pieces is right now on uh, our top pieces yeah sagrika gosh we are very proud of him here is wishing him success and mind will be carrying excerpts um, from his book and we'll be also carrying book reviews and everything so watch out for mind makers so The dark road please to to uh, buy the book and encourage uh, people who are writing uh, new stuff and uh, hopefully that will lead to many people uh, taking to writing and reading rather than just uh, typing i have uh, t- <laughs> i have uh, two f- uh, film recommendations and no they're not from the cannes film festival which i don't know why desis uh, are so excited by seeing what an actress or actresses wore there i mean i'd be more excited about which one is that cannes cannes ha wo aishwarya rai ye pehen ke gayi sona ko i mean care more about the indian films being showed there and i think there was um, uh, pile kapadi or someone indian filmmaker whose film on was on one of the categories i don't know yeah okay. I, i forget 
the the name of something. I, I think I probably paid more attention because I saw Kapadia there. So anyways, can you tweet that? Uh, I, I will. I'll, I will tweet and I mean, concert um, yeah. category and stuff. Uh, but two films. One is such in a billion dreams, and the second is uh, a film by one of my favorite actors, Irfan Khan. It's called Hindi Medium, and it's a critique of how school, yes. what parents face when it comes to admitting the school. Also talks about RTE. Might interest a lot of our folks, and it's, it's a very sweet message. So yeah. do watch that movie. So um, with that brings an end to podcast 119. We'll be back next week with more. Till then, it's goodbye from the Dream Team. <laughs> Take care, guys.